Don't give me the sassy ass look. We're going to start the podcast when I'm ready. Okay? Okay. What, what are we going to start the podcast with? Hey, Dalton. What, Matthew? How many days until Christmas? Seven days? Seven days? No, seven days. Eight days. Seven days till Christmas Eve. Aren't you a little sad that we haven't had any of those little uh, peppermint tree? That's what's been missing in my life. I love those little those candies. Good, huh? Yeah, not these peppermint ones that we have right now. Yeah. They're the ones that are like are chalk and then slowly melt in your mouth. The only one who likes that is Ernesto. And Lucy. Oh yeah, Lucy too. Mm. Yeah. Alright, well I'll get a I'll get us some for uh for next week. But <coughs> welcome to uh one of the two Christmas podcasts. Welcome. One of the two, guys. There's gonna be two of them, and this is the first one. Of the second before the second <laughs> one. <laughs> and I'm very excited. Hey Matt, do you like stockings? I love stocking. Do you like stocking stuffers? I love stocking stuffers. Great. Roll that intro, David. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as All right. Hope you guys enjoyed the new intro. Uh, Christmas themed, you'll hear that, or maybe another one next week. We'll we'll see how we feel. I don't know. Depends on if we get copyrighted or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think <laughs> we, we might get copyrighted. We might. We're already popular. We have over four hundred views now. We do. It's pretty cool. How do you feel about that? It would it be four hundred views or four hundred listens? Listens or hearings? Can you watch a po- uh, podcast? You could. No, not our podcast. No, no. You don't watch a podcast. You listen to a podcast. You're you the watch, one that wanted to record this podcast. You watch the recording of a podcast. You don't watch a podcast. Yes, you do. I think if you record it, you can watch it. You're watching the recording. Okay, you go on anything like go Joe Rogan's podcast. Go look it up. It's gonna say Joe Rogan's podcast. Yes, but a podcast is audio, not visual. Well, now you're it's watching visual. a video of the podcast. Things can evolve as things change, Matthew. And podcasts have evolved from listening now to seeing these motherfuckers talk. So that's a podcast. You can see podcasts. You can listen to podcasts. I proved you wrong, dude. Oh my god, look how quiet you are. I never win arguments. This is true. I think Matt just doesn't know how to respond. I really don't. Good. I, don't. I don't. Let me win. Welcome back, everybody. Week number seven. Eight. Eight? Seven. David, seven, seven or eight? It's seven. Thanks, producer. Seven. Week number seven. Welcome back, everybody. If uh, I sound a little sick, I apologize. My right ear is plugged, and I've been sick all week, and it's You're finals a baby. week. Matthew claims he's sick half the week, and then we'll be like, oh, hey, Don, I'm actually uh, I'm feeling better today. Yeah, yeah, we can do go work out. And then he'll come back home and be like, oh, my God, I don't feel good. I think it's coming back. I work out Nothing, solely for know, the endorphins. That doesn't even That matter. is 100%. What are you talking about? Matt, how are you going to – have you ever actually worked out when you're actually sick? Yes. If it's, it's terrible. Yes, it's miserable. I feel great after, and then I feel terrible again later. That doesn't make sense. I to need me. that high on the endorphins. Your man. body doesn't make sense to me. Your body's weird. That's fine. You don't make sense to me. Dalton, do you uh do you like cookie dough? I love cookie dough so much. That's actually like my my top ten snack. Do you do you eat cookie dough? Like, do you are you civilized and you cut cookie dough off and then you eat it, or you just freaking like are you a barbarian? And you just eat it straight off the block. Um. Well, recently there's been you know those like sh- little sugar cookies that have like the the reindeer or Santa Claus. Oh, on the it. holiday so, ones. Like yeah, the, the holiday the, ones. Um, in October, so, the October in Halloween they come out with like the bats. Yeah. So we'll like whenever we use those, I'll eat like four or five just the regular cookie dough, and then we'll cook it. But with a cookie dough, if it's in the tub, I'll just scoop it out with a spoon, or if it's like the stick. I'll just eat it from the stick. What if I told you that there's a country whose currency... He's so excited. <laughs> whose currency is cookie dough. 
Wait, I, I've heard of this country before. Is it uh, Malaysia? <laughs> <laughs> That's Malaysia. Malaysia. It's still wrong. <laughs> so I don't know how in the world I found this, but this is a micronation. Do you find this when you're supposed to be studying? Probably. Can yeah. you ex- <laughs> can you, wait, can you explain to me what a micronation is? So a micronation is a nation within a nation. Basically, it is off of, it's on the corner of, Territory Road and Mary Lane. Oh, is this like that one family that like seceded from the, the United States and was like, we are the country of Steve? Actually, it might be. No, it's, it was founded by Kevin Bogg, who Kevin is the Bogg. president. So basically, this is in Nevada. And I'm going to read the Wikipedia page because this is freaking amazing. The origins of Malaysia come from a micronation childhood project called the Grand Republic of Voodlestein. Voodle by sign. Bog and James Spielman. And so it's in Dayton, Nevada. It's literally just like a tiny square in the U.S. They've decided that they're their own nation. Their economy. Malaysia's currency is Valora, which is subdivided into 100 footroos and pegged to the relative value of Pillsbury cookie dough. <laughs> cookie dough <laughs> is stored in an outbuilding called the Bank of Malaysia, from which Valora coins made from gambling chips are printed and banknotes are sold. Now, if this isn't the best thing you've heard, they have ongoing hostilities with Eastern Germany. <laughs> <laughs> the Republic of Malaysia claims to be at war with East Germany, alleging that they are responsible for military drills performed by Kevin Bogg while stationed with the U.S. military in Western Germany. What the fuck? <laughs> I want to walk in there with like two tubs of cookie dough and just become like the richest person there. How high as fuck was this guy when he decided he was a nation? I don't know, dude. Can we do that? Can we just decide like this section of land, buy it, be like, okay, we own it. So now I declare this as a nation. I think so. I think it takes a lot of paperwork, but I'm sure this guy did it. He did. Kevin Bogg. Kevin Bogg. What a legend. He just, oh, it's a dictatorship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> Does it say like positive. other people live there? Why uh, is he married? Yeah, he. I'm assuming he's married to Adrian Bog, who's the vice president. <laughs> it's his little sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So I want to take a trip here. It's pretty crazy. How far do you think it is from here? Uh, it's in Dayton, Nevada. So however far that is. If we go, will you buy two tubs of of cookie dough? Oh, I'll march in that bitch. I'll start buying stuff. I'll buy property. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. You buy property? Do you think you have to scoop out cookie dough to pay for it? Like, like, is that one scoop or two scoops? I wonder if they're ice cream scoops or just like little like nibs. Nibs? Like pick out little nibs. Do you think that the chocolate chips like add currents, like add value to? No, I feel like the chocolate, like peanut butter chocolate chip would be like, Uh that's like a $10 bill. Chocolate chip is like, oh, that's 50 cents. Because everyone has chocolate chip. But then if you go like oatmeal raisin cookie dough. like You get thrown in jail. Crazy shit. Oh. What? The fact that he was able to <laughs> obtain. So you think? So you think the currency gets better or worse based on what's in the cookie dough, not yeah. the size? No, no, no. So like a, a, a quality, nib, not quantity. A nib of cookie dough is not like a penny compared to a stick of cookie dough, which is like a ten. No, it's like normal cookie dough is a dollar. Peanut butter cookie dough is ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's mainly because I like it more. It's not really because of what they say. Just well, I if mean, I like it more. It's a dictatorship, so I don't think it'll depend on what you like. If I was a dictator, that's how it would go. If you want me to like you, want me to let you into my city, and you, <laughs> so stupid, uh, you have to give me better cookie dough. <laughs> well, what would people have to do to enter into your dictatorship? 
Um, I would definitely make up a dance. A dance? Like the yeah. shuffle shuffle? No, but that'd be funny. That'd probably be in the dance at that point. <laughs> anything I like, anything I'm inspired by. They had to reenact all of episode four of Star Wars. Every Can line, you line reenact line. all of episode four of don't, Star Wars? Don't challenge me on the podcast right now, David, because you know what? I'm drum and he's drummer. So this is our I'm, thing. I, I'm drum. And I'm drummer. So <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I can't. But the people that want to come into my city have to. Okay. okay? Yeah. They have to know that. They'll have to do a dance, including the truffle shuffle for Matthew's pleasure. And then they'll have to, uh, I say, I, w- I would have like four to five contestants every month. And those contestants would go into my backyard, which would be a forest. And they would have each have a, either a choice of a bow and arrow, a gun, or a really sharp stick. And there's only three weapons, five of them. Kill them. Kill each other. So <laughs> the, last one, the last one to live gets to bring their family in and live there. So it's the Hunger Games. Yeah. To get into your dictator. Yeah. It's, it's really it's cool. It's Hunger Games the musical. <laughs> 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 what would your currency be? Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah. What do you do if you have all five pieces of Exodus? Oh, you can't. Exodia. Exodia, first of all. What the fuck? Jesus. No, those are only mine. I would have those. Oh, you'd have those sort yeah, of Yeah, no, they're not allowed you're to have those. You're the only one that would have money. Um, well, the good, the good money. Oh, the, you, oh, you're the only one that would have Exodia cards. Yeah, the common cards would be like five to ten dollars. But like, <laughs> if you go into like the like, what are those cards ca- called? Where they're like shiny and stuff, uh, hollows. Yeah, hollow cards. Yeah. Those ones to be worth a little more, and then you got the rare ones. Those are like you know, hundred, five hundred. Okay, would your currency follow game rules or follow the show rules? Uh, well, it depends. So you can pay with card or. <laughs> Which is funny because that's hey. <laughs> um, so you pay with card, or you can duel, and if you win, you get it for free. What happens if you lose? Well, if you lose, then you like if you're like the if you're the if you're the consumer and you want to duel the the merchant the merchant, then you can duel them, and if you win, you get you're the product that you wanted for free. But if you lose, then he takes the money. What's your chief export going to be? What, what does that mean? What's the main product? Like, what are you going to be known for, like, shipping out and other people are going to want to do business with you, like, for this product? Like, when they're like, oh, if you want this, you need to go to, what's what's your, what's your country's name? Daltonia. That is literally what I was was going to say. say. Yeah. Yeah. It was either going to be Daltonia or Daltopia or something like that. No, Daltonia. Daltonia. Yeah. Daltonia. Okay. So, if people are like, if you want this, you need to go to Daltonia. What's that thing going to be? VHS tapes. (laughs) <laughs> are you predicting that they're gonna come back and, and they're coming back they're gonna come back hot dude yeah, well, yeah. What? vinyl came back vinyl came back and no one no one listens to it it's just they just collect it yeah but vinyl looks way more appealing than vhs tapes. are you kidding me <laughs> and you also don't have to rewind a vinyl oh yeah you have to rewind vhs you don't have to rewind <laughs> VHS you forget about that forgot about that. that changes the whole game <laughs> Hear me out. Non-rewindable VHS tapes. Okay, so do you have any... Uh, does Daltonia have any ongoing hostilities? Daltonia has a problem with uh, specific houses. Houses of... Houses just around their neighborhood. <laughs> Nowhere specific. 562 Redwood just infuriates Yeah, me. yeah. So, like, there's, like, certain places where if I hear anybody who, one, sells Yu-Gi-Oh, so Konami... Um, konami konami <laughs> konami the fuck is their name it's, uh it's it's iro 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 uncle iro uncle iro don't fuck that up how dare you david it's on <laughs> on, a, on a live podcast <laughs> <Ong and Soka. laughs> 
We'll do Konami, and then we'll do uh, Sony. Why Sony? Because if I intimidate Spider Man, <laughs> <laughs> if I intimidate them enough, they'll give me their company. All right. Yeah. Whoa! There's a whole list of micro nations. Oh, they all in the United States? No, they're all over the world. You got Rainbow Creek in Australia, Rainbow Rose Creek. Island in Italy. Does any of them sell Yu-Gi-Oh cards? You got Y in Australia. <laughs> oh, Waveland. That's pretty sick, dude. This is crazy. I never knew this. Oh, Vikesland. Vikes? Vikesland. Like Vikings? In Canada. Mm. This would be crazy. I, never, I, I mean, I just never would have no, thought about this. No, just the idea of a Viking land in Canada. It seems pretty on, <laughs> yeah, that's seems pretty funny. pretty on point. There's a micronation in space. Where? Asgardia. A micronation yes. founded by Igor Ashrubeli. I butchered that. That aims to launch satellites into space in order to find a real nation recognized by the UN. The ultimate aim is to avoid the restrictions of current space law framework. It sounds like Bioshock, but like reverse Bioshock. Yeah. This one was founded in 2016. That's crazy. Coral Sea Islands, established as a symbolic political protest by a group of gay rights activists, the gay and lesbian kingdom of the Coral Sea Islands was a micronation based in southeast Queensland, Australia. Was? What happened? I don't know. Oh, the kingdom was dissolved on 17th of November, 2017. Well, that was fun. That was my fun. I uh, That's the rabbit hole I went down. That was my fun. <laughs> during my studying was micronations. All right, guys. Real quick question. So how come you can eat cookie dough and not get sick, but you can't eat like raw eggs it's, and get and not It's get because eggs? it's in his head that he's allowed to eat that. Hey, you haven't realized this yet? His stomach problems are completely mental. No, I know that. I'm just talking in general. Like people like you eat cookie dough and they're like, yeah, that's great. But you like drink raw eggs and they're like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. Have you ever tried drinking raw eggs before? I don't like textures. So you, you didn't that, try it? that might that might gross me out. Just like something slimy, it's slimy. sliding down your throat. I tried like, it one time in high school. Sounds I disgusting. wanted to get better for, uh, for waterfall, so I was like, I'm gonna drink some eggs in the morning. I hate well, that. I that's a to... thing that you can you can like only get better, or like the way of like getting big is drinking raw <laughs> eggs. Like that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it was Why? Protein, baby. Don't ever do it. Just you just get protein, protein any other way. Like yeah. there's so many other ways to get protein. To... Now we live in a more civilized age, so yeah, you have whey protein back then. All you had were those eggs. You could just cook them. This happened to me in like 2010. You don't have time for that. You gotta Who? go to the. You gotta go. <laughs> okay, I want to go the, get those. I want to meet the person that wakes up in the morning like shit. I'm late for work. There's drinks it like that. Tell me, somebody who does Matthew. I want you to do that for a whole week. I can tell you who does that. Who? Gaston. Four dozen. Gaston. <laughs> when he was a boy. Four dozen. Five when he was dozen a boy. Now. <laughs> Okay, can I bring up another topic? Yeah, now? what was your question that you were gonna say before I stopped you with the whole egg talk? Uh, <laughs> uh, I wanna, I wanted to know, like, since it's before Christmas, like, what's the weirdest Christmas gifts you guys have ever received, and what are the big no-nos that you refuse to buy for people? Wait, what? So, like, with the weirdest Christmas gift you've received? Yeah, we'll start with that. David, what's the weirdest Christmas gift you've ever gotten? You need to give me a few minutes to think about that. Oh, I need a few minutes, so I asked you. Shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming you have yours because you know. Dalton, what's you the weirdest? The okay. You didn't no, I haven't really thought about this either. No, I, I just wrote it down like, during work. Uh, but here's another one. is like the big no-nos to buy for Christmas. My big no-nos are always um, I hate buying other people clothes. I hate. I refuse to. Um also, I hate receiving clothes as gifts. That's just like a normal thing, though. Um, I I feel bad because for like the past, wait, let me let me think. So ever since Matthew could buy me gifts, and like Matthew, Matt, Matt Monique have always like, you know, tried their hardest to buy buy me gifts, but they buy me cl- buy, they buy me shirts and button ups, and 
I feel bad because I never wear them. And I know it bothers Matthew, but the thing is, is Matthew ends up wearing everything that he, <laughs> they buy me at some point in time. So it's like a future gift for himself when he needs another <laughs> shirt to wear because I won't wear it. And I feel bad every year. You won't wear it because he got it for you? I won't wear it because I'm picky, very picky when I wear about clothes. About your shirts? About my shirts. I mean, I don't wear button-ups or anything nice in general. So when they buy me something like that, I love it. I appreciate that it's from them, but I can't wear it. Like I won't. I I just won't because they just it. aren't getting the right fabric or right. Oh, like they could just buy a Vans T-shirt and I'd probably wear it. But like if it's not like anything like casual, I I, I would be uncomfortable wearing it. And also, I'm picky on how things look on me. You know, you feel me, Matt? Dalton says this, and then the second he needs to dress up nice for something, I go to your closet. Matt, I need to get this, and then none of my shirts fit him because I get all my shirts tailored now, and he walks out looking like Michael Scott. (laughs) Like Baby Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the episode where Michael Scott comes back, and he's or he's going on a date or something, and he wears uh he puts on a nice dress shirt, but it's like European cut, so it's all fitted, all super super tight, and he looks like all pudgy. You can see everything coming out. That's how Dalton looked. Uh, we had to go to his company Christmas party on uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, it was Friday and night. So I come in and I like go to start changing. And then Dalton's like, Matt, no, Dalton was drinking something on his white polo and spilt it all over himself. I was drinking himself. beer, yeah. And then and I spilt then all over my shirt. Spilt all over himself. So I went to go change and didn't have anything. No, no, no. I went and changed my second white polo that I had. That was your second one? No, that was my first one. I went to go drink my second and I went to go take turn. I would go change into my second white polo, and when I put it on, when I when I put it on, I went to go drink another sip of my beer, and I spilt it all over my shirt again. So then I was on my third polo, and that was like the dirty blue one that I had. That was the only one I had to wear, so I wore it because then I tried to wear your button up, and then it I looked like Baby Hulk in your button up, and it didn't work out. How? Because you've got more you've got more muscle on you. How does I, I he do. end up looking Can like? You say that again. You've got more muscle on you. Did you hear that? I knew that. Okay. Just want to make sure. So how does he end up looking like Hulk wearing I'm taller. Shirts? My torso is longer than him. So it comes out shorter. And then I have a, I'm actually, I'm actually a little bit wider than he is um, on like the top torso so you're part. Just more, you just, since you're more compact. <laughs> compact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to do this. I'm trying Wait, to find my way around five, it. Five, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what height am I going to be this time? Since you're five, one, all right. He goes down every episode. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Do you, He's yeah, so yeah. done with the I conversation. Understand. No, I just, there's no good way for me to get around it. What are the no-nos of gift giving oh. for you, David? Oh, oh, yeah. What? Okay, go, I thought go. of the weirdest gift I've ever received. <laughs> what? Mom's going to hate this. <laughs> Why do, do you preface it like that? Because it's funny as hell. <laughs> all right, do Matt. It. Do you remember that one Christmas where mom was like, I'm going to buy you guys all these nice shirts and all these nice like pants and all this stuff. And they're all from like this <laughs> Japanese uh, um, online store. And she's like, look at all the places. She's like, pick out, pick out some stuff that you want. So I was like, okay, like that looks okay. Like that looks cool. I was like as long as it's not too tight, like I'll wear it. And so the gifts come and <laughs> we're getting Christmas morning. We're drinking coffee with dad. We're sitting down. Like excited to open the gifts, and I was like, "Okay, I want you guys to open these first. She was so excited. She was so excited, and I was like, "I was like, sweet. Like, I, I, know, I kind of have an idea of what they are, but I don't know exactly all the stuff that she got. So I was like, whatever. And the way our, with the way we open gifts is, me and Matthew normally have the same amount of gifts, and we'll both have one big item and a bunch of like medium items to like choose from and stuff. But we always have like the same amount. So we both got the same types of shirts, same types of sh- pants and stuff. But we open it. 
and Matthew gets a blue and I get a red and they're both button ups. And she's like, you know what, guys, don't open anything else. Just try those on right now. I want to see how they work. They look. <laughs> and we both try it on. And we're both like. Can't get them to button. <laughs> like, we couldn't even get them to close on our chest. They were like, they were a medium, which is what we were. But we just couldn't because like. They're Japanese medium. Yeah. yeah. And the it's. sizing super It was different. so tiny. And I was like, uh-oh. And I was like, I can return them. I was like, mom, you got them from Japan. Yeah, there's no way. I, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you can return these. And so, yeah, those that, that was. Not really the weirdest, but like the funniest gifts I've gotten from mom because it was she was so she was, pissed I, off. I, I felt bad to this yeah. day. I feel bad. I think about it every Christmas. Yeah. But there was one Christmas <laughs> where I didn't find out why this happened for a long time. So as you know, my family were huge 49ers fans, right? So there was one Christmas where I really, really wanted a, a 49er jersey because I didn't have one. And I was like watching a lot of the games with my dad and like I, I just didn't have one. So I asked for one for Christmas. Yeah, getting a jersey is like the biggest the part. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas comes. I'm all excited for the jersey. Like I asked for Vernon Davis. Like that's who I wanted. Right. Vernon. And so we're opening gifts and I'm kind of like yeah, I had been my Parents had like told me stuff to where I kind of expected to get that, right? Because yeah. that's literally all I asked for. That was it. Yeah. So I go through and we're opening gifts, opening up gifts, opening up gifts. And so finally I see Dalton get this gift and he opens it <laughs> and Dalton gets a Patrick Willis jersey. Oh, I still have it. Right. And I remember seeing it and being like, oh, you know, what? well, Dalton didn't have one. So, okay, like that's fine. Like just the way that our Christmases go, mine's next. Yeah. So I get the next one and I open it and it's not there next one it's not there and like i was super happy with everything but like i wanted that jersey and i never found out why and it wasn't until years later like i ended up buying myself one right i just found out why i didn't get a jersey that christmas what happened when i was in when michael jackson michael jackson when michael vick was with the falcons he was and he was like you know just absolutely destroying oh, records. Yes. Okay. You remember this now? Yes. Yes. He yes. was destroying records, and I really, really wanted a Michael Vick jersey. I played him in Madden. I really, really liked it, and it was at the time where I knew that I was a 49ers fan, but I just really liked Michael Jackson. It's or Michael. <laughs> 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 Michael Vick. Um, it's very similar to like. Then this is why I keep getting mixed up. This is very similar to Lamar Jackson right now, uh... right? And so, uh, I really wanted it. So. I apparently I got a jersey for Christmas that year yeah. of Michael Vick. And apparently my dad threw a fit when he had to buy it, right? He just was like so upset he had to buy it, but my mom made him buy it. So when dad <laughs> saw that I wanted a jersey, a 49ers jersey, he was like, No, I'm not gonna get that for you. You wanted a, a Michael Vick jersey. You wanted a jersey for another team. So he didn't buy me one for years. Pity, I just found pity. out a couple years ago. That's so funny. <laughs> so how come you didn't get the Vick jersey that year? No, 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 no. So I, uh, I wanted the Vic jersey when I was in elementary school. The I didn't have a 49er jersey, and I asked for it when I was like in like I don't know middle school or high school. Oh, yeah. so when you asked for the Vernon Davis one, you had already gotten the the yeah, the and Vic I had grown out of it by then, and oh. I donated it to good. That is thing. so funny. Yeah, dude, so that I really like that. That's petty. No, you know what I always that what made me think of is gauging how how old you're getting and how much you're growing up by the size of your Christmas pile. Oh I I yeah. Like little, we'd go to, we'd go to my dad's site every year and all of us, you know, you 1130 would come around you start passing out the presents. So you would, you would open your gifts Christmas Eve. We open Christmas Eve okay. on my dad's side. Cause we go there. We have, 
dinner at my mom's side uh-huh. at my grandma Angie's and then go to my dad's side and we'd all hang out, start passing out at about 1030. We'd all have our, our big giant piles and us being kids when we were in elementary school, you know, you got like one from each family. So you end up having like eight to 10. Uh, well, your family's huge. So exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then from 11 to 12, every single person. So you remember your, your feeling circle Yeah, for Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah. We did that for Christmas. Really? With all 40 of us. Wait, did it twice oh, a year? Oh gosh. Jeez, no, no, not, not on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, I was like, that's all, too much. All 40? How long did that take? <laughs> we started at 11, and then we'd open at 12. So it took about an hour? An hour? Ba- ba- basically an hour. Uh, Dude, the anticipation to just open your gifts. I'm surprised we were able to stay up that late. Because oh later God. years, when I was in high school and stuff, we were we would get to 1030 and be like, all right, let's open it. It's too, uh, we're tired now. Yeah, but I feel like it's different when you're younger because, like, you're one, you're allowed to be up that late, and two, you're around all your cousins. Well, half, true, and half the time people fell asleep. Like, there's pictures of Daniel just passed out. Really? All of us. Uh, yeah. Getting, the, getting it. But, uh, yeah, as you know, when you're little, you have a big stack of, like, 10 to 12 presents, and then as you get older and older, you start getting less and less until, like, now it's like you get two or three. But that's my problem is now, like, you know, we get a few gifts from the family, from, from mom and dad. Uh, but now I can't, now I have the money to make what I want to happen. So as you can tell, I can do that now. So for Jessica every year, I go a little bit crazy just to buy as much as I can. Not okay. Yes. Cause I love her, but also because I just want to fill up under the tree and just be like, wow, like that's, that's <laughs> pretty nice. And I just enjoy it. Like I don't need much. I'll take a picture. I'll look at it when I'm sad. And I'll be I like, look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's no, that, that's to, why I do what I do now. I had to tell Jess the other day because she was like, it's, I don't, I have to like match it somehow. I was like, no, you don't because you've been with him for what, seven years? And I was like, and you've got him all these amazing things. And every year, bless his heart, I'm sure it's like a ro- romantic gesture, but you've gotten flowers. <laughs> For everything. <laughs> so you can let him get you this much stuff because he's catching up now. Yo, I hook her up, but Christmas is like my time. That's where I feel like I shine the most. So, and also who doesn't fucking love seeing a bunch of Christmas, Christmas gifts under the tree. It's yeah. more of a nostalgic thing is why I do it. But like, honestly, it's life. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I was just talking to, about this with dad. Uh, well, we're moving on. Cause I, I remembered my, the weirdest one. Oh yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go it, ahead. Go it ahead. just happened. Actually. That's what? probably the weirdest one. Is when we were at the poster. The <laughs> <laughs> it just happened actually today. <laughs> uh, for I get I just gave David the present that I got him for Christmas, and it's a Back to the Future poster with. Um, it's mixed with this podcast that I listen to. It's really nice. I really like it, but that, no, that's not it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was so funny. No, on Saturday we had a, our Christmas party at the gym, and. We did a white elephant there, and while we were there, the white elephant, you know, you buy a gift, there's a $20 limit or whatever, and then everyone picks and goes. I, our friend Heather, ended up picking an energy drink that had a koozie around it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was just like a normal present or whatever. I saw it, I was like, oh, that seems kind of cool. I didn't know what I was going to pick. I had brought some, I brought the, uh, the BS button. That oh, was, that was you? the last one that got chosen. <laughs> was chosen by the only thirteen-year-old there. <laughs> so I She's felt like, so- I can't say it. <laughs> April was like, "Go get it, go get it," and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> no one can steal it from her. It's just her." Uh, but so I went and I picked something because I had forgotten that I wanted that one. And then oh, 
I stole your white claws and then someone stole those from me. So then I went and got the energy drink with the koozie just because I thought it was a really cool koozie. It's like a, 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 a weighted vest, yeah. but it fits around a, a bottle. Yeah, like a koozie. Yeah, and when I grabbed it, when I stole it from Heather, <laughs> uh, I w- did not even hear it. Uh, when I stole it from Heather, she just gave me the bottle with the koozie, and it had come in a bag, and I started walking away, and then one of the other people there uh, said, hey, no, you need to take the bag, too. You need to take the bag, too. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I just grabbed it and walked away, and then she was like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not empty. It's not empty. And I look in, and then there's a false bottom, and I pick it up, and I see what's in there. I go, oh, shit. And then I realize there's children there, and everyone's just staring at me. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm sorry. There's $100 in there. <laughs> so there was $100 at the bottom. Which absolutely went over our $20 Which maximum. went way over. And uh, I also had only been the first person to steal it. Someone else could still steal uh-huh. the gift. So I said that just out of pure shock, mm-hmm. realized what I had done. And then accepted my defeat. And, and of, course, else took your of course, someone else took it right after me, yeah, uh, which nice was person. fine. Like, it was, you know, what did you dollars I never had. But what did you end up with? I ended up with one of like the big Hydro Flask style bottles. Oh, cool. But I felt bad. And then I was like, oh, well, I felt bad for Heather. And I was like, but whoever picked it first was going to be screwed no matter what. Because as soon as it was known, it was going to get stolen right away. Ernesto was like, I was eyeing you. He was the very next one after the person that locked it. He was like, I was going to take that. I yeah. Like, I know you were. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's but, no way you're going to leave there with that. But so that was definitely the weirdest one. White elephant, man. I, don't, I really don't know what the weirdest gift I've ever gotten was. No, no. Uh, I've gotten more used to clothes, uh, gift cards and stuff. Gift I've cards always, are, like, for me, the gift cards are no, no for you to buy for people. Because uh, I, I don't mind receiving gift cards. That's the thing is I don't mind it. I just, maybe, maybe. I just think like Christmas is like gifts and the same way where you're like i want to see things under the mm-hmm. under the under the tr- tree mm-hmm. i don't want to see cards yeah you know i want to be able to give someone something tangible yeah so i'm not a big fan of of christmas cards but really other than that like as long as it's something that they're going to enjoy i'm fine i don't have any no-nos i am an op- i accept everything um i don't like giving gift cards but i will if i have to I'm not opposed to giving What's the cash? worst gift I've ever given you? What's the worst gift you've ever given me? Yes. Nothing stands out. So is that good? Well, it's kind of boring. It means you've gotten him nothing memorable. <laughs> I mean, that's another way to look <laughs> They're at it. They're all the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not opposed to giving cash just because, like, say, like, I know that you're saving up for something. Like, I'd rather give you something to move you towards that than give you something like a little trinket that you're not going not gonna to get, yeah. you, you, that you don't actually want. I'd rather... Yeah help you get something you want. Something that my grandma gets me every year, though, is she gets me these little brain teasers. I freaking love them. Not this year. Not this year. She also gets me bed sheets every year. I'd be surprised if she sent those. Okay, how how often do you guys change your bed sheets? Um, Should we we answer this on the podcast? I feel like this is a loaded question because it's not enough is the right answer. I know. No, no, no. Rachel changes them every two weeks. Okay. Uh, um, Way more than that. Last time I did it was in... January or February? <laughs> and it's Christmas, right? It's Christmas. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, because Jessica's gonna spend the night on Christmas Eve, so I'm gonna wash them before because she requested for me to wash the sheets. So I'm gonna wash the sheets. Exactly. I don't know why they smell fine. So I do it more than that. I do it every couple months, probably. Yeah, that's what I feel like is yeah. normal. Yeah. Like one to three months. Is, I did, is I did mine every couple months. It's been a few months. <laughs> it's been a year, dude. <laughs> 
I had a friend who she would change her pillowcases every single night. She had a drawer full of pillowcases, and she would literally every single night she would change them. Well, yeah, because those those pillowcases like attract a lot of germs and stuff. So you keep rubbing your head in it, and you get pimples. Yeah, yeah, I I do. I know people that like sleep with towels on top of their pillowcases and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. All right. If you've made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much. We do appreciate your time. And as we like to do here on the Drum and Drummer podcast, we like to give you some rewards. Dalton, dude, I'm not feeling like I'm in the Christmas spirit, bro. Oh, my God. Well, let me tell you. Is there something you got to say? (laughs) Because I felt like you got to say something. I was going to ask you, what what can I do? Is there something I can buy to give me the Christmas spirit? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, Yes. So if you go online and you look up where the fuck is my Christmas spirit, there's actually a website for that. When you type in where the fuck is my Christmas spirit.com, you'll come up and you'll have a picture of me on a website. I am your Christmas spirit. You're my Christmas spirit? I am. Tell Hi. me more. All right. So <laughs> after that, you're going to go to the go to the cart (laughs) you're gonna gonna purchase one christmas spirit if there's two of you and you're buying for two or buying for three then you would put three in the cart you just have enough christmas spirit for everybody i have so much christmas spirit it can merry chrysler (laughs) what what comes with the christmas spirit package so in the christmas spirit package you get one good morning text from me every morning saying good morning merry christmas you have these many days left until Christmas, and then I'll give you a, a little like Santa fact, like a fun Santa, you know. And then the second day of Christmas, so every day you get an extra extra thing. So okay. first day is just a text. Second day is a text and a call. Third day is text, call, and a picture. The picture of I can't say uh, on the podcast because it's a little bit different, but. Just know it's something. In, in, <laughs> just, just know it's something. All right. And then on the twenty fifth day, which is Christmas. All right. Now that is the big day. That day you get the phone, the text, the, the pictures. Uh, you get three different gifts, all influencing you on how to have Christmas spirit the way I have Christmas spirit, and to the reasons why. You get 25 reasons why you should have your Christmas tree instead of being white. You should have it being, you know, all different colors instead of just the warm colors, you know. Have it be green. Have it be blue. Have it be red. Because honestly, if you don't have those colors, you don't really have Christmas spirit. And if you kind of keep it in a rhythm where you have all these, all like all these ornaments have to be red and all these ornaments have to be gold, you know, it doesn't fucking make sense. Put your life into it. Put your spirit into the tree because the tree holds most of the Christmas spirit. And that's what you kind of figure out after the end of the 25 days. You learn that the tree actually holds the Christmas spirit because everything surrounds the tree. And how much does all this cost? $35.99. But with our code? Drummers. How much will it cost? $5. <laughs> it's a great deal. <laughs> now can you upgrade to a package where they get an in-person experience with Dalton Drum? Just add $5 onto that. $10. You're good to go. <laughs> I'll get there somehow. Don't worry about me. All right, go on to where the fuck is my Christmas spirit and get your order today. Don't forget to put our promo code in and you'll get Dalton. Drummer. Did I say drummer? Is that the drummer's promo? And you'll be able to have the Christmas spirit like Dalton. And let's be honest, we all want that, don't we? Golly, Matt, I have to tell you, man. Sometimes when I see my stocking, it's just empty at the beginning of the week. And I'm just like, man, like I have to wait a whole month to wait to see this fucker get filled up. You know how much that pisses me off? I wish there was something that could like fill it i don't know what what do you think matt well 
What about a foot? Oh, hey. <laughs> but a foot that's detached from your body. Let me tell you about a product that will be able to fill your stocking to make it look like a nice, happy, full stocking. But oh. if you have kids and they go over and they look inside and they reach inside, they're going to think, well, why is there a foot in my stocking? Oh, my God. Is this what stockings are? And does that not sound like a great Christmas conversation starter? Oh, yeah. So go ahead and use code <laughs> DRUM25 to a foot in my stocking right now. And you'll be able to purchase it and keep that stocking full year-round. Wow, what's the promo for, for code? The month of December. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it year-round. Just have a stocking. Are they different kinds? There's big feet, small feet. You got hobbit feet. <laughs> the thought of it sounds so disgusting. Can you imagine reaching into the stocking and pulling out to the hairy ass? Pulling foot? it by the hair of the feet? How realistic is it? Oh, we're, it's pretty realistic, right? I haven't seen them. No, I haven't seen them. Go on footinmystocking.com and you'll be able to see pictures of it. Cool. And, uh, you know, what? what is life without some childhood drama? You didn't get, your, free, you didn't get your sample? I haven't got you my sample, sample yet. Oh, yeah. Mine's over my uh, my mantelpiece right now. Yeah? Did you keep it over Thanksgiving as well? Because I, I know they have a Thanksgiving stocking as well. It's like a Christmas stocking. Yeah, that one's just over. turkey foot. Oh, it's a turkey just foot. turkey foot. You, you stick in the butt. Good. The turkey of the turkey. <laughs> 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 Jesus. And until you put the stuffing in, you just have a turkey foot in there. Wow. Well, that's fucking something. All right, you, use code DRUM. Just fucking use it. Just use it. Just use it. Just use it. All right, that's welcome fine. back from the ads, people. This week, we got we got another. Uh, this week, we have our favorite segment. Me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Um, shouty touties. We can do shouty touties <laughs> later, but that's not what I was talking about. You don't know? Our favorite segment. We do it every week. Rhymes with... Oh, is it Bannon, bro? <laughs> yes, it's our, it's our special go. on Steve Bannon. We Steve. do every week. <laughs> do we do it every week. We do a segment on... What is he even up to today? current news of Steve <laughs> Bannon. Ready? One, two, three. Is, is it, it canon, canon, bro? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Christmas edition. Christmas, Christmas edition. edition. And this week... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the topic, David? Oh, you talking about this week? What's the Christmas topic, David? The Christmas top. Well, we have we have two Christmas episodes. What is the topic for Is a Cannon Bro this week? The topic for Is a Cannon Bros this week is dragons. Fucking dragons. Dragons. <laughs> dragons. <laughs> So I got this because we went to that Lantern Festival yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And we saw the big giant Chinese dragon. Uh-huh. And so it got me thinking, like, you know, they're around. And and, and you also said you wanted something you could research. Yeah, and I also did not research any of it. (laughs) Uh, I was just, I got home and then I was just playing video games half the day. So it was productive, but I enjoyed it. Um, But no, but what does boggle my mind in a a little bit is in every... uh, culture including like um people like with in like africa people in asia people you know in um germany and stuff they all have their different versions of dragons and like you know like things that fly in the air that look like serpents you know like i know um the vikings have like a serpent that is like i think it's called a world serpent something like that um, his tail. Yeah, and so like it's kind of like a dragon as well, like all these like really cool little things. But that 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 always interests me because everybody comes up with a different type of dragon, but they all don't 
talk to each other. They didn't share that culture at that time. So how did they all come up with the same kind of idea for something like that? Unless it was real and it existed. Exactly. Because everyone thinks it came from Asia, which I mean, I mean, I, I kind of understand. Really, when I, when I think of the first thing I think of when I think of dragons is think of knights and dragons. Is knights and dragons. Okay. Really? Yeah. I the think of thing, Asia. You think of China, the Chinese dragons? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know specifically why. Like, because there's no stories about samurai fighting dragons, or like not nothing that none that have been popular popular enough for me to hear. But the knights and dragons I've always heard of. But when I think of dragons, I always think of like the Asian the Asian dragons. Yeah, because I, I guess if I think about like mythical creatures, like you know, like obviously like knights and dragons and wizards, and like I don't necessarily think that that's canon. But I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't think dragons like flew in the sky unless a pterodactyl you would consider a dragon would you consider a pterodactyl a dragon i think pterodactyls are still no. out there you, you oh okay there? you think dinosaurs are still out yeah i do. do i think there's some type of big bird out there that's oh, have flying you seen around that? have you, you remember um in high school one of our friends was really, really into this uh have you heard of the that africa is actually way bigger than what it shows on the map and that like 80 percent of it hasn't been um like explored because of the congo mm-hmm I don't know, but is that it? I thought that's what it was, was the Congo. Yeah. It's, and it's so dense. What and does like, the dance have to do with the map of Africa? What? No, I'm not. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking stupid. God damn it, At least David. one of your jokes landed, okay, David? <laughs> but, and so, like, the theory is that, like, like, there's, like, so much of Africa that hasn't been explored that there's still, like, like... There's still, like, indigenous... Tribes that have never seen any other types of human. And dinosaurs running around. Well, that's like the deep sea conversation where there's, there's still like tons and tons of things that we've never seen. With do you want to know one of my biggest fears? What? It's like like going to like a deep sea, going to deep sea and then going in the water and just staring down in a dark pit. Like that is so scary to me. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine it. Like that's so freaking scary. I've had nightmares because of that. Really? Like just knowing that there's something down there, and then the, the a nightmare will end by something coming up and trying to eat me. Like mm-hmm. some fish just like coming out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden it's just right here. It scares the crap out of me. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Nothingness freaks me out. Really? Yeah, it's a big does, fear. Does that spread to just any kind of darkness or just the ocean? like? Does outer space freak you out like that too? I know outer space is mainly because I love the idea of like you know, adventure and stuff like that. We were outer space and Star Wars kind of made me kind of open mm-hmm. to it and the idea of it. But think about it, like anything you think about the sea, all the movies you've seen, they don't really advertise the sea as being like awesome. You know, they see it as like something of a mystery, something that's gonna hurt you. You know, you don't you can drown, you can get eaten, all these all these little things, but in space, like with Star Wars, you were influenced in a different way. As being influenced by the sea is different. What about Naboo? I feel like there's a lot of space movies that are pretty scary, though. I don't think Dalton's watched them, though. I probably I, haven't watched them. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but Naboo is like, I mean, you have the Gungans, but I mean, you go down there and they're all living happy and stuff, and there's a place for you to breathe under there. It's very different. So, Dalton, when when we bring up dragons, do you think of, is there a specific dragon that just pops up in tickles your head? the buns? Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you say? It's like just tickles your buns, like it makes you think about oh. it. Oh, I did not hear that. What did you guys think about? I heard, <laughs> I heard dick in the buns. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no no specific dragon that you want to give a shout out to right now. That's oh, blue eyes, white dragon. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this shows how much you cared about this. No, dragon. he's just thinking about Daltonia still. 
What dragon? There's a dragon that I don't know where it is now. Hopefully, it's in a loving home. Oh, oh Zuko. No. Zuko. Zuko. Zooks. Zuko was the most fucking evil bearded <laughs> dragon. <laughs> no, fuck that thing, man. He was fucking mean. Yo, this fucking bearded dragon. That fucker chased me around my room, and I was like, I'm letting you out for literally four hours. And, like, I got to leave, and I'm trying to put you back, and he puffs up and literally fucking chased me and fucking wobbles. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? So then I jump, and then he, cl- he can climb shit, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Zuko was pretty cool. I didn't really... Like, I, he treat, like, reptiles, like, creep me out, right? Oh, Zuko loved Jessica. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so my mom got Dalton a bearded dragon, and Dalton liked the idea of the bearded dragon, but didn't like the bearded dragon. So he yeah. named it Zuko. So it was in Dalton's room, and the reason why Zuko didn't like Dalton is because Dalton would play God, right? So these no, be- I wouldn't. Yes, no, Matt, you would. this is gonna come out wrong on the no. podcast. People are gonna hate me for this. No, this is, but it does. It's not as bad as it sounds. You're gonna make me sound like a freaking animal hate cruelty hater, and and, and I hate. I don't hate animals. Fuck it, go. So Dalton would go in, and it's natural instinct for bearded dragons to when they like get excited or something, they puff their beard out, right? No. But Dalton would get freaked out because he thought that that meant that they were gonna attack. So Dalton would go to feed Zuko. He open it. And then Zuko would look up and see the food and he would puff his beard out. And Dalton would take it personally and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You want to do that to me? Well, guess who's not eating right now? He would close it and he would come back a couple hours later and then feed Zuko, right? So Zuko hated Dalton. Like, I'm not joking. So uh, at that time, I had recently bought a ukulele and I was learning how to play it. And reptiles are really, really smart. So I would go in and I would play the ukulele. There was one day I was in Dalton's room. I was like walking around practicing. And I walked into Dalton's room, and when I started playing, all of a sudden, Zuko just, like, turns his head, and he just kind of, like, looks. And you could tell that he was just, like, processing all of it. So I would go, and I would play music for Zuko. Like, I would go practice in front of Zuko, and he loved it. He would, like, he would sit there and just watch and just kind of observe, right? And so Zuko and I had a pretty cool relationship. We were bros. But anytime so Dalton would walk in the room, he would puff out his beard. He fucking hated Dalton. So I remember one time I'm sitting up in, uh, in front of Zuko's tank or whatever. And I'm I'm playing for I'm playing for him, and all of a sudden I see his head shoot to the right, and he puffs his beard out, and I look behind me, and Dalton's like peeking his head in, and it's like ever so slightly, Dalton's eyes are in the room, and Zuko's just like infuriated that Dalton is there, yeah. And so uh, then we had to start, we had to move a couple times, so we ended up giving him to a family friend. Yeah. So. Fucking Zuko. That's all I think. You ever had any good times with him? No, that's the thing. When, we, when I when I first had him, like. Like, I, I loved him. Like, he was cute. Like, he would let me hold him. He would lay on me. We'd go to sleep. Like, he was cool. And then one day, like, I, I don't know what happened. I think it was with Miles. Is where Miles came in, and Miles chased him and smacked him down. And then I, like, picked up Miles, and I took her out. And then I came back, and he was just, like, he wasn't happy. Like, he just was not happy with me after that, that I let, let Miles in. So I don't know if that was like a thing, but ever since like after that one moment specifically is what I remember is when he was like more of a dick. Yeah. But like when he would Jess would come around, like he would let Jess would like let him crawl all over her, and like he would never shit on her, but then he would crawl on, me <laughs> and shit on my leg, like all those little things, and I was like, fuck, dude, like just fucking like me for a second. It was very frustrating. Did yeah. poop on you? All the time. Yeah. 
and the poop wasn't like it wasn't the poop wasn't hard to clean like it was like literally kind of like a stick he was small he was still a baby yeah no he was he wasn't a baby but he was the only bright colored one that i wanted um but yeah zuko was a cool pet but i don't know if i could ever have another type of uh reptile yeah you guys just both have bad track records with like Oh, you should talk about your crab. I was going to say, yeah, because oh, that's what makes me think crab. about it. Zuka hated you, and then you had that crab. Yo, that crab was fucking insane, yeah, though. Crazy, huh? Matthew had to and sleep this, with one eye open. It wasn't even about the crab. It was about the fish at first, and then somehow you ended it, up with this It was crab. like a horror movie. It kept yeah. getting worse. So, all right. So, I'm oh going to this. This is a good story. Yeah. I'm a, I actually really enjoy telling this story. Really excited. <laughs> uh, so, I had a fish tank. Monique bought me a beta fish uh, when I was in college. His name was Stan. Stan the man. And, Stand the man. And uh, so that led to me getting a bigger fish tank. And so uh, I got a bigger fish tank, and I was super excited, and it was uh, fresh water. So I go, I fill it up. Dom Lindsay went with me. We, we got some fish. We filled it up, right? Everything was great. My – is like all four nations worked together in perfect harmony. Everything was great. And uh, changed. So I go, with, I, I go with my dad. <laughs> my dad takes me to the store because I'm like, hey, one of my fish um, ended up dying. So I, you know, took it out or whatever. It just died. It wasn't. Yeah, it, it was just, it, it, I've had it for a while and it just passed. So I went and I went to go get that and a couple other fish. So I walk in and my, we're walking by the fish tanks and my dad stops and I'm looking for the fish tank. I don't really see anything that I like. I'm just kind of like, you know, okay, I'll get uh, the same fish that I had before. And my dad goes, Matt, dude, let's get this. And I walk over and I look and I look at the, I look at this crab. Okay. It is a deep, deep purple. Oh, it's, it was like beautiful. beautiful. It was beautiful, beautiful right? And so I look at it, and it's in this tank, and it's all by itself, okay? And it goes to the to the right of the tank. It climbs up the little thermometer, and then it jumps off, and it just floats all the way down to the other side. And then it goes up to the other thermometer and does the same thing, and it's just making an X, right? And it's just having the time of its life. I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. He just wants to have a good time. He's just trying to float. Like, that's awesome. It's so Matthew I and look, the crab. It's on sale. 30% off of this crab. I'm like, awesome. So this lady comes over and the she's like, oh, hey, like, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, hey, I have a couple questions about this crab. And she goes, oh, for sure. What's going on? And I'm a relatively new fish owner. So, you know, I'm like, Are, is this crab great with fish? She goes, it's a phenomenal with fish. She goes, it, it's a great crab that you can have with fish. It helps with your ecosystem, but it has all these reasons, right? I'm like, oh, for sure. And I was, and she goes, the only thing is, is that it, it do you have a hood on your tank? And I'm all, yeah. And she goes, okay, because they kind of are like little escape artists. And I'm like, no, I, she goes, but as long as you have a hood, that's fine. And I'm like, all right, let's have a hood. So I'm like, cool. So they're like, yeah. So they give it, the, I get that and I get a couple other fish. I needed like a, a cleaner fish or whatever. <laughs> So we go, and if you've never had a fish before, you put the bag in the water so it can acclimate to the, the temperature, and then you cut it loose. So all my fish are swimming around in perfect harmony. I release the new fish. They all get along. You know, they all, like, go around and hug each other and say, what's up? And then I release the kraken. <laughs> yeah. This crab floats from the top this all fucker came the in way hot. down. Like, right? He lands there, and all the fish scatter. And I had this big rock that had a bunch of holes in it. Uh, I had this tree that was up by my filter, and the crab lands. All the fish scatter. He kind of like goes to the left, goes to the right, and then you and then goes climbs up the tree and then just jumps off and does what he was normally doing. He just wants to float. I'm like, I love this. The fish will get used to him. It'll be fine. So I was working at J.C. Penney's at the time. And it was around the Christmas. <laughs> it was honestly around Christmas time. Yeah. I had to go into work. So I go to work. 
I'm working. I'm a women's shoe salesman, and all I'm doing is I'm just bragging about my damn crap to everybody. I have pictures, right? So I have a picture of the uh, I have a picture of the the nameplate that they had, right? And I didn't really pay too much attention to that. So I'm like showing people the picture of my crab. I'm like, yeah, look at this thing, and it looks beautiful. And its left claw, and because crabs have a power claw, is huge, right? So it's huge, huge, left claw. like literally the size of its body. Yeah, it was huge. So. I'm going around, I'm talking, 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 talking. And it gets to be about, you know, probably around one in the morning, two in the morning. We're cleaning up, getting ready to go home. Literally what I'm saying to people is I cannot wait to go home and see my crab. Cannot wait to go home and see my crab. And so I, somebody asked to see and I scroll through the pictures and I see the nameplate and I like stop and I finally read it. And the name of this crab is called the Thai Devil. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, that's kind of a weird name for a crab. Like, why would you name it that? And so then all of a sudden I kind of, you know, get a little worried. I'm like, why is it? Why is it called that? And then all of a sudden somebody says, yeah, like crabs, they're not very good with fish. I'm like, oh, no, dude, the, the lady the uh, PetSmart, she told me like, yeah, it's great with fish. It's, it's a special kind of crab. I'm trying to justify my purchase. I'm like, oh, it's a special kind of crab. Like it's great with fish. And so finally, you know, shifts over at 2 a.m. I go, I hop in my car. I speed home. It's about, you know, 10, 15 minute drive. So I get in. I'm all excited. I go. I turn my light on. And I'm not joking when I say this. I turn on the light to my tank and the crab is standing there in front of the tank and it's just staring at me and I look at it and I'm kind of like, what the hell is like something's off. Right. And I look down and in both of its claws is the new feeder fish that I had. He had decapitated it and I'm not lying. He he's staring at me. He opens up his fucking mouth, which is like, imagine when you look at a picture of a Thai devil. Oh, dude, it was so creepy. His breastplate opens, and he has all these little tongues that go back and forth, and they're like little saws. And he eats the fucking fish in front of me. And I'm standing there, and and I'm like... What is happening? What so I'm fuck? trying to justify. I'm like, oh, maybe uh, they, they got in a fight. Like there, there was there was something that happened, and, and he's the police officer. Like I'm trying to justify what happened, oh right? God. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? I remember. Okay, but no, this this is the good part. This is the good part. So I was at, I was in the living room watching TV, and Matthew Matthew came right out to me. He's like, dude, they're, they're, he's eating all my fish. Like he literally he's eating them in front of me. So like I run out run over there and I see him. And he's literally like just looking at Matthew. And, like they can't make expressions, but I'm like in my head, it's like they're dead faced. Yeah, they just looking at like just eating like straight face the whole time, and just looks evil, right? And so later on, Matthew goes back into his room, and this is this is how I remember it could be different, uh, but goes back into his room and he comes like closes the door really quick and runs back to me. He's like, dude, um, the crab isn't in there anymore, and I go, what? He's like, yeah. So uh, we walk over and we open the door just slightly, and the lights are off. And Matthew is like scared, like scared to turn the lights on because he doesn't know if he can sleep in his room tonight because he can't find the crap. Because like Matthew's room is like he, Matthew doesn't have the cleanest room, so it could be under anything. And the crab is just like it's gone, like it just fell off the top of the thing somehow survived and now is walking around. So was the top off? So you jumped to the, the next morning. So that night that it happened, Dalton was awake. He came in and saw it. So then unless it happened again, like because when I came home from JCPenney's, the crab was eating it. So I go to sleep. Miles is in my room and we're going to sleep because the crab did escape more than once. And so I laid down and I remember thinking like this crab's an escape artist. Like what if I wake up and it's just like sniffing my nut or something, right? Like it's just like 
catches me with his claw. So I'm like, nah, like I have a hood on it. It's fine. So I go to sleep and all of a sudden I wake up the next morning and Miles is just like freaking growling at my door. And I'm like, okay, maybe she has to go out to go pee. So I open the door for Miles to go out, but she doesn't move. She stays growling at like my hat in this corner. So I'm like, Miles, get get out of my room. So I kick her out. But Miles is adamant. So I shut the door and all of a sudden I hear this scratching on the door and I think that it's Miles. So I open the door and Miles isn't close enough to the door to be scratching. So I close it again and it all starts to click. And I look over at my tank and my hood had fallen off. And I'm like, what the hell? So I pick up the hat and the crab had finding Nemo'd my tank and gone through the filter, pushed the hood off of the tank, got in and out. And it was on my nightstand and it fell off and it could only go sideways. So it went to the corner and I'm like, this motherfucker's trying to find me. So I'm like, what the heck? So I go and I put it back in the tank. I put the hood on and I put a couple books on. And so then later that day, I go to JCPenney's again. I come back and I'm telling everybody it's a great purchase. I'm so excited for it because everybody's asking me because I wouldn't shut up about it. So then I come back and that's what Dalton's talking about. So Matthew was always so excited about this damn crab. And like it was, it was super cool. Like the crab was looked cool. It would look badass. It was beautiful. Bro. It was I mean, the name beautiful... Ty Devil is a pretty badass. Yeah. Name. What, what what did you actually name the crab? Though? I never named. It. I didn't have it long enough to name it. Oh man, I just remember, <laughs> I just remember that first night really freaked Matthew out. And so after that first night of the crab repeatedly killing most of the fish, the crab continued. I remember it would come up and it would do the X thing that it would do, mm-hmm. and it would snip. And it would hold his claw and sniff while the fish would swim uh-huh. through it. So he yeah. was trying to catch him. That's how he would catch him mm-hmm. is he would do the X on the tank and they just let them swim through. And he would just patiently just wait because one was going to fuck up and he would catch him. So that's when Matthew realized like, oh, the X thing that he's making is the way he hunts fish. Mm-hmm. That's just the way he does it. It's not some playful. It's not some playful thing. It's his fucking attack. Right. And so then I remember being like, dude, Dalton, I think I messed up. And so Dalton's like, just Google it. Like, you know the name of it. Right. So I type in Thai Devil. I'll never forget. I get on this like Thai Devil forum page. Right. Like deep, deep in a hole. And the first comment I read is literally all misspelled. And I'll never forget. This is what it said. It said, do not put Thai Devil with all your fishies. It will eat all your fishies. It will kill and eat all your fishies. And I'm reading this and I'm like, Oh my god! I put this motherfucker in a fish buffet. Yeah. So, so after that, me and Matt leave the room, right? And it's like mi- middle of the day, and so we're hanging out, we're doing our thing, we have dinner. It gets later at night, and Matthew looks at me. He's like, "Bro, I'm scared to go in my room," and I'm like, "You'll be fine. Like, you, just, you only escape once. Like, he obviously can't do it again." So the lights are off in his room, just the fish light, like tank is on, right? And so we walk in. We walk. Matthew opens the door to the room, and it's dark, and you just see the light. But there's n- all the fish are dead. First of all. So there's nothing he in there. He literally ate all my fish. He ate all the fish. And he's looking at the tank, and there's no fucking crab in there. The crab couldn't be anywhere else. It can't hide anything because it's too big. Mm-hmm. So it's just there's no fucking crab. Matt goes, oh, fuck. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> holy shit. He's like, I can't sleep here. Now. I can't sleep here. And I was like, we have to find him. And like, and I was like, what are we going to do? Just let him like die? Like, I don't know if he needs water like to, to live. Like, why he just ran out? Or like, what the fuck is going on? So... Matthew and just here. Yeah, yeah, no, bro. It's literally because he like we he can nip at your feet. Like yeah. we don't know where the fuck he is. So Matthew like turns on the light, but Matt we had shitty lights in our old house. Yeah. So the lights barely worked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were looking for him, and then we finally found him. Luckily, and Matthew didn't sleep in his room until he sold or whatever he did with it after. I can't remember. So did you sell it? No. Oh. <laughs> so I 
finally tell my dad, I'm like, Hey, I'm taking this thing back. Like I, I, it's killed all my fish. I literally put him in his own little tank. I had like an old beta fish tank. So I put him in that, getting him in that. He almost like took my finger off. Um, it was a giant mess. He was just a giant pain in the ass and he was a giant asshole. Uh, so I take it back to PetSmart. I see the same person that sold it to me. I go, Hey, I want to return this crab. She goes, Oh, sorry. All sales are final. And I go, no, 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 no. You're taking this back. You're refunding me for all of my fish that this fucking thing murdered because you told me it was good with fish. She goes, why would I tell you a crab is good with fish? I'm all, because the thing was on 30% off and he had probably already been returned before. So you're going to take this damn thing back and you're going to refill my fish tank. She goes, no, I can't do that. I was like, look, either you do that or I'm taking it down to the creek and I'm letting it go. She goes, oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, no, 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 you're not understanding what I am saying here. <laughs> I am going to do that unless you take this fish back. And she's like, oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, all right. So I'll never forget. Uh, dad and I drove down to the creek and we released him then. And when I, once I let him go, I remember him looking at me and I was like, there's a bunch of crawdads down there. My guy, go, go do your thing. So I am waiting for the day that a new species of crawdad and Thai devil crab are born. And Fuck. I literally haven't gone back to the creek since because if I go, I guarantee you, he will find me. Yo, Are you sure he's scary. not coming back? He's not looking for you still? I honestly, for a honestly, while. it still gives me shivers. The house is like the scene of some like vicious crimes that are all crab related bro and he just he's just been looking honestly for a little bit i was telling my parents like i'm afraid that i'm gonna be taking it like a shit one day and he's gonna come up through the pipes and just like sniffing. that's your boogeyman mm. that's my boogeyman this is <laughs> fucking crap See, it was the, the most beautiful like beautiful purple yeah, i can't describe that it. crab was so cool but good god was he a giant asshole so scary and as probably one of the my favorite stories to tell, but it is a long one. So oh, you made it this far. Thank you. I hope you now have learned that crabs do not go well with fish. Do you have a picture of it still? Uh, no. Oh, I remember I had a little, uh, a little bridge that my fish would go under. Oh, and remember, remember that tree you had? Uh-huh. He chopped it all up. He chopped the tree up and I had a little bridge. I remember the fish were in there and he walked over and with his left claw, his power claw with just like a simple yeah. like swipe through the freaking thing like so far i just remember being like what is going all on? he did was hunt those poor fish and he, he i don't even think he fucking slept dude yeah. he was fucking he on was on it. a mission is it bad that i'm kind of scared to go to sleep now bro dude no that that thing was scary like it like the way i saw matthew like legitimately scared yeah, made me legitimately scared i was like can he crawl through my vents like how was he gonna get in my room? Like, holy fuck! Like, it was so freaky. I, ugh, god, that, that was that was that was weird. That was very weird. So anyway, um, so you think can dragons are canon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, dragons are canon. Maybe not around too much anymore, but I think dragons are canon. Not as canon as the Thai devil. Oh, I had a question that I was uh, thinking about earlier. I'm glad I wrote it down. Five million dollars. You get that? What would you do with it right now? Five mil. Right um, I would put, I probably like realistically, what would you do with it? Realistically, realistically, I would buy a house, a nice house. Um, I would buy, uh, probably a Tesla just cause it's a car that, you know, I can rely on. And I like it. So I think it's fucking dope car house, get my, get my essentials so I can be stable on my own. What does that mean? What, is, what do you mean by essentials then? Uh, I mean like car house like for personal use you know that's all my shit um i would definitely get a dog like my own dog for my new place you know i think miles and matthew would end up staying with matthew uh, for the time being miles and matthew would stay with matthew <laughs> miles and maggie would stay with matthew uh and then i would probably you know buy a ring at some point and then i would end up giving you know money to 
Matthew and dad and my mom and then family who needs it hook them up because I don't I don't need all that money I don't know why I would even have all that but but my ideal thing is to just make sure that I'm good so I don't have to like ever pay too much you know everything's paid off so I can still do a normal a good job and have a fun fun career but not to worry about the money aspect Mm -hmm. for me it's like if I have a good career I don't have to worry about the money you know so if I have the money but if you have the money you can do whatever you want you don't have to worry about having a job that needs to get you a certain amount of money yeah but i feel like if you don't have that normality in your life it's gonna make it weird like if you don't have a job that you would don't mind going to like a few times a week then you're gonna get bored at home well no i sounds like if you had the five million you wouldn't need to have worked at like hustler you could yes work animating yes yes even if it was like you get paid five bucks but i'm thinking like now like i still have to go to school and learn all that stuff so like now i'd be like house car cool yeah, and go to school a lot, Matt. Uh, just like right now, what would I do with five million dollars? Like right now, five million dollars. I'd pay off my debt, all my student debt. I'd give money to my family. I would take probably like a million for myself. I would invest the rest, and then I would of the million that I brought to myself, I would take twenty thousand dollars and I would go to a website broker and I would purchase a website. Just a just a a domain. No. So there is a whole. You know how people buy properties, yeah, and then they flip them and they sell them. Yeah, there's the same exact concept, but online. So mm-hmm. there's websites that generate tens of thousands of dollars every single month, and there's brokers out there that build a portfolio, and you can go and buy a website off of them. So after you buy the website, it's literally digital real estate. So um, the only difference between actual real estate and digital real estate is that digital real estate has an opportunity to grow. So imagine being able to take your house and as you do improvements on your house, you move it closer and closer to shorefront. So it goes up and up and up and up in value. And so that's something that I've been super interested in. So I would definitely give that a go. I'm glad you guys both had like... I liked his idea. Good. Can I take some of his idea and put in my idea? (laughs) You can probably just hire him. Five million dollars. I'm not gonna pay him one million to do that shit. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad you guys had like show any like temptations or seven deadly sins kind of things. With I buy money. a shit ton of cocaine. <laughs> 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 you guys are both pretty responsible with it. No, because that lets me ask the second question. Okay, so that's like what you do with you know if you were just given five million. What if someone said you have five million dollars, you have to spend it all on one thing, whether that's an item, an experience, and it had to be luxury. So I can't like travel somewhere and see something. No, yeah, yeah that, that would work. That's not luxury though. I mean, it would. You're spending five million dollars oh, on I this one it trip. Be. It I don't know. better be luxurious. Okay. Luxurious. I would use that five million to go to all the wonders of the world, and actually, instead of just seeing it from the outside, get like up close and personal, look through everything, and be curious and. Not let anybody tell me, no, I can't touch that. I'll touch everything. You think that would cost $5 million? I better hope so. I'm doing it till I can't no more. <laughs> I'll see someone tell me to stop. Once you, I pay for it, I pay for it. So you just would, your list of wonders would go until the airfare and the hotel and like the tour trips and all that equaled out to $5 million. I mean, that sounds nice, but also I would love to like use $5 million to go and check out like pirate ships from under the un, like under the sea fun like uh, fun, like james cameron like fund 
a deep sea dive. Yeah, stuff like that. that but I also had to be in a submarine. But what are you going to do when you look down and you see nothing? No, I can't do that in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to pay them to go find it first and yeah, then have you and come then down. take and me there with you. Yeah, and then whatever we find, I'll take. That's really cool. I, I did not think of any of that. Oh, I have so many ideas. I would make... Okay, this one I've actually thought about a lot. I would get... I would buy a mansion, have a huge backyard, and have my own home office in a life-size Millennium Falcon. <laughs> A life-size Millennium Falcon? A life-size Millennium Falcon. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. That's it. That's See, like, that's like that's like a lug. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Mine is not that creative. I would buy a super, super nice cruise ship, and then I would start a cruise company, and I would just charge people to take them on very Things nice Things about cruises. business with you, Matt. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's luxury. I'm no, sorry. you can't do that. Why not? Because it's luxury. But if I go on a luxurious cruise on my cruise ship, that's luxurious. I hate you. Look, man. I want to make this a business origin. No, oh, hey, fucking have look, fun with it, motherfucker. You have very few opportunities in life. If somebody hands you five million dollars to God, do something luxurious so with boring. it, boring. Why do you have to be such an adult sometimes? Trying to set up my fucking grandkids, grandkids. All right. Okay, you can't own the boat. Once you're done with that, whatever that thing is, let it me goes away forever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me drive the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would honestly just travel. I would take a really, 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 really nice trip, and I would just find ways to spend money. Wait, you're I, telling me you wouldn't want to go to the forest of Endor and travel there and walk around? We and, did that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. We did that. We did that. We took some videos, and I don't know where they are. I don't know where they are either. But we, we like, recreated the I scene. All I remember is the waking up and hearing the wolves howling. That was sick. Were, that was terrifying. That was so like fucking terrifying. And you remember the fucking turkeys flying? I don't no. remember that. You don't remember that? No. Dude, I remember laying... You, actually, no. You guys were asleep. I remember laying there. It was right before the wolves. And I remember just hearing this like... Whack, whack, whack. Like, just something was like flapping its wings. And I just remember being like, that is a massive bird. What is it? And all of a sudden, I hear like... And I'm like... I look out. That was my terrible impression of a turkey. <laughs> I, I look out the tent. And there's these like three wild turkeys just walking around our campsite. And then... uh Yeah. And then shortly after that, the wolves all howled in unison. And that was fucking sick. That was crazy. It, was... it literally sounded like women, like blood curdling screams. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was terrifying. Yeah, it was intense. <laughs> yeah. That was from a trip we all took up to the Redwoods. The Redwoods. Right? Yeah. The Redwoods. We did that like maybe four or five years ago. Just so. the three of us. There's even more we can go into Yeah. That. We'll, we'll get into that, we'll get into that next time. Uh, yeah. But all right, you guys. Uh, this is probably gonna be a little bit of a longer one, um, but yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. I feel I feel pretty confident about it. I think that we're all gonna have a very merry Christmas, and I hope all of you guys do. Um, I just want to say, you know, thanks to my family, thanks to my friends. I want to thank to my mom and dad out there. Shout out to the homies. Uh, you know, shout out to my producer David, and uh, for this reward, um, I want to, you know, I want to say thank you to Santa. Uh, overall, because you know he's he's the big one. Can you remind just... me? Can you remind me what award you got? Uh, the Christmas Spirit Award. Uh, thank you guys. I hope thank you. you all have a very merry Christmas and you get to spend some time with loved ones. Yes, yes, yes. And follow us on all the social platforms. That's where we're at. And that's as details. I'm gonna get into that. Um, well, I was gonna say we're coming back next week. Uh, not on Christmas. We'll come back the day after Christmas. Yes. We'll get to cover everything we did. We'll get to cover all the cool gifts we got. Yep, yep, yep. Get to flex. All right, but until then, I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys next time. Merry Chrysler. You're a
you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, you're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wassy skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks. Your soul is full of punk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. You're a rotter, you're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful socks. Your heart's a dead tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. Wait, can you, can you actually, um, can you actually buy a web, make a website at where the fuck is my Christmas spirit.com? <laughs>